Welcome to Business Ninjas, brought to you by Write For Me, where you'll hear from business leaders who are out there growing their business and slaying it every day. Learn from the masters. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back for another episode of Business Ninjas. I'm here today with Alex Simpson. He's the co-founder at OpenStock. Alex, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks, Kelsey. Yeah, excited to have you. So, Alex, tell me a little bit about yourself. So, as you can hear from the accent, originally from South Africa, um, come from a fintech background and been involved in building and advising the fintech space for over 10 years now um, from a range of companies, especially ones dealing with the banks. Um, and the latest endeavor is around opening up liquidity for illiquid assets, particularly mm -hmm. private stock, mm -hmm. um, with a lot of financial instruments around that. Yeah. So, tell me, tell me more. So, essentially, what we do, we work alongside um, late-stage companies that have got a certain qualification mm -hmm. to enable them to have liquidity as a shareholder benefit. Mm -hmm. So with the opportunity to either provide a fair line of credit with no personal recourse mm -hmm. um, or outright secondary, those are, the two, uh, those are the two types of solutions that we're giving companies the ability to take control of okay. um, and help administer as like an employee or just a shareholder benefit. Okay. And is there a specific, you know, company type of company that you see open stock working with more than others so we focus on companies that are valued over 500 million dollars mm -hmm. globally um with a bit of a good cash flow positivity mm -hmm. and those ideally we're pretty sector agnostic mm -hmm. um but partnering is yeah we align ourselves with them um but th that's particularly the case the minimum yeah. requirement yeah interesting so what would you say makes open stock stand out what what differentiates you I think it's the, the sort of Switzerland type approach that we've that we've taken and not just mm -hmm. trying to focus on one particular product, but mm -hmm. um, spearheading with um, the opportunity to get a fair line of credit, but also offering other optionality and the education piece around it um, alongside certain data for the CFOs. Mm -hmm. That's really kind of our niche. Break down a little bit more for me, kind of what you're talking about by what you mean by education and like the, the options. Break that down a little bit more for me. So a lot of employees don't actually, there's, there's a statistic that over like 67% of employees of private companies don't actually know a lot about their equity or equity options. Mm -hmm. um, so we partner a lot with the right type of educators to enable them with education around what they can do with the equity, um, how they should offer equity to their companies, because yeah. it's a two-pronged approach. Because um, a lot of people, they get equity and it's all on paper, but they don't know how to use it. They don't know what the company restrictions are, mm -hmm. especially in times like, like this, when there may be a bit of an economic downturn and they're looking to actually get value for the stock that they've worked hard for, mm -hmm. um, we enabling both education and the related solutions to, to support this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it sounds like, you know, you've been with OpenStock for some time now. Talk to me about how you've been able to grow the company as the co-founder. A lot of it, I mean, it's very relationship driven and speaking directly with customers and companies to understand what their needs are, what their roadblocks are, um, even speaking to people that have worked in the space. So we've aligned ourselves with um, somewhat sort of competitors, but kind mm -hmm. of referring business to each other um, as the market is so big and we've all learned lessons, but mm -hmm. we've got like a very type of like collaborative partnership model whereby um, if we kind of work together, share notes on what worked, what appealed to the companies, because mm -hmm. we're all servicing the same market. Um, that's really accelerated a lot of growth. It's that collaborative effort, um, kind of like sharing in a lot of opportunities. 
Yeah. Yeah. So it sounds like kind of when you start off working with a potential company, a client, it sounds like you start, you know, very client forward, you know, you're putting good communication up front. Walk me through a little bit about what the, you know, the onboarding process looks like when you first, you know, start working with a company. So onboarding process is quite simple from the, um, the registration, et cetera, because we pre-qualify the companies. Mm-hmm. Once we pre-qualify them, then we actually go through a bit of an underwriting process with the company um, just to make sure that whatever the valuation is and the pre-qualification that we've set mm-hmm. meets the criteria that we have to provide liquidity with our financial partners. Uh-huh. Um, and from there, it's quite a seamless process to issue out the right liquidity. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So kind of off of off of that, what would you say one of the biggest misconceptions people have kind of about, about your industry, about the space? I'd say, um, you know, when they hear about the, the thing of like, like financing or loans, um, they see they see a lot of negative connotation towards it. Mm-hmm. So I think education is key. I think understanding like what these financial instruments do and how they affect the person um, on a personal basis and the company. Mm-hmm. Because every time there's a change in the cap table or there's a you know financing or a, you know an option or any sort of financing mm-hmm. that, like a transaction, it, it does affect the cap table, which of mm-hmm. course affects the company's company's readiness for an IPO or M and A. So I think a mutual and aligned understanding with the company and the shareholder is vital. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there's just been like a lot of different opportunities out there. And I think aligning with the companies is really critical mm-hmm. because they, they inevitably have to make the decision of how liquidity is administered. Mm-hmm. Administer, administered. So I think those are the, the two main sort of things that are like need fulfillment. Yeah, yeah, and I completely agree with you know your your take on there being negative connotations for in in the industry in the space. But kind of going back to talking about pre qualifying different companies, what does that process look like? I mean, it, I mean, there's a lot of public information out there around like the company valuation, their growth, mm-hmm. etc. Um, so yeah, so based on working a lot with um, other respects of investors in the space mm-hmm. and the, the information out there and building a relationship with a company that. That's quite yeah, yeah. the process. So pay, say people are interested, you know, in working with OpenStock, where where would they start to find you? Well, I mean, we, we work, I mean, it's very like relationship driven. We're not doing a lot of like outbound marketing, although, um, I mean, they can simply go on the website, mm-hmm. um, put in the contact form, and then our team will get back to them. That's great. That's great. So Alex, if you wanted to leave our listeners either with one thing kind of about OpenStock, about, about loans in the space, what would you want to leave our listeners with? I'd say like really get as educated as possible um, and like and, and look to work with providers that give you like full optionality of what's out there in the market, what's been tried. Um, especially like I, I think working with companies that are very collaborative and that are transparent in terms of their terms mm-hmm. is really crucial, especially the legal details because um, it's all about like the terms and the clauses. Mm-hmm. It's really important to like get that reviewed by an external mm-hmm. financial advisor um, before making any decision, regardless yeah. of how good like the financials look or like the potential outcome. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's key. And I think like speaking to a lot of other people in the same position, whether it's at the company or at um, other companies around like what they would look to do with their liquidity or what options they've received. I think having mm-hmm. that like sort of communication with others is key. Um, yeah, I think those two are pretty critical notes just around transparency and like collaboration with, with others in the same boat. 
Yeah, really interesting. That's, I think, a really great point, too. And you've mentioned, you know, the transparency and the communication before, so it all it all kind of circles back. But um, just to leave, you know, one last question before we head out, what would be one thing, you know, either both personally or professionally that you hope to be celebrating in this next year? So I think, um, I think to kind of just grow like a more collaborative mindset out there with companies, mm-hmm. as mentioned, I think there's always room to, um, to work with others in a similar space or a complementary space mm-hmm. um, and aligning incentives to kind of service a particular market better, mm-hmm. therefore driving the cost down lower um, based on like a volume-based discount. Mm-hmm. And yeah, kind of like accumulating like the lessons and the pricing to like add better value to the mm-hmm. end customer, especially terms. Mm-hmm. I think having that more collaborative mindset as opposed to a competitive mindset, yeah. um, kind of like winning in that regard, um, I think that's quite key for like how we're looking to approach the market. Yeah. And that would be key to form more of those partnerships yeah. um, and to drive better value for the end customer. And why do you think that's important? I think because the market is like so big and like when you work alone, um, you don't always like win alone. And like mm-hmm. I think a lot of companies that have got like a collaborative mindset from my understanding, it just seems to breed a lot more urgency around how do we service the customer better as opposed to competing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think the energy is just shifted in a better direction. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's great. Well, Alex, thanks for being on Business Ninjas today. I really appreciate it. You had some great points to say, uh, and I really appreciate you taking the time to talk with me. Thank you. Lovely to meet you. Thank you. Hey, are you a business ninja? Want to be interviewed like this? Give us a shout. Go to www.writeforme.io, W-R-I-T-E-F-O-R-M-E.io and schedule a time to meet with us and we'll make it happen. Keep slaying it, y'all.